What happens when common sense is common, but just not helpful? What happens when social standards and thought processes leave you stuck? It's time for a new way of thinking. It's time for divergent sense. Divergent means different, varying, or dissimilar. Divergent sense is taking a different look at something to gain a fresh perspective and having viewpoints that are dissimilar to that which we know as common. This podcast was created to offer alternative opinions on topics ranging from life's everyday challenges all the way through much more complex topics as well. So join us here in our digital domain as we do our best to help life make sense, or should we say, divergent sense. All right, well, welcome back, and we're coming back uh, ourselves from lunch, yes. so we're kind of dragging a little. A little sleepy. And yeah, um, it was worth it. Uh, it was good, good taco place, uh, but yeah, so we're, we're kind of <laughs> dragging through that. We are going to uh, continue on uh, with... Uh, our series on church hurt. This will be the last episode for now. I'm sure we'll find something else to talk about, um, you know, in, in, in the way of, of this. But um, this is going to be covering the topics of dealing with offense and the offended uh, and and recovering uh, from, from church hurt. And um, Bill and I have both talked about different aspects and scenarios that we've been involved in in, in our life and with our, with our experience. And... Um, one thing um, that I'll speak to before I you know, hand it off to you is, uh, and, and you, you mentioned this earlier, you will have an opportunity to be offended. Someone will give you an offense, whether or not you choose it, uh, it to, to accept it or not, uh, it, you know, is, is up to you. And I've explained it um, when I kind of started to run it through my mind. People, you know, I was realizing just when offense became the, the popular thing to do. And, you know, it was like, hey, this is this is what we do now. It was the social norm, the social expectancy, you know, to be offended about something. Or, or everything. Yeah, or everything. Yeah. But if so if someone offers you something to get offended over, if you don't accept it, it, it has it, that seed doesn't sprout. You you can drop it. it. It's up to you. It's kind of like a uh, a contract or even a mathematical equation. It doesn't balance yeah. if you don't accept it. It never, it doesn't make it to the other side of the equal sign. So it, it is, it is null and void uh, if you don't accept it. If you don't uh, accept the contract or the act of the offense. Um, so if someone, you find out someone's talking about you, uh, like I, I talked about, you know, last time that the guy that has the secret face face uh, book group uh, dedicated to slandering me, um, you just you don't you. Don't have time, you know, to deal with that. I could get highly offended because everything that was going on in that group was was not true. Uh, but why? Um, I've and I forget who said it, but it's it's a phrase, and I, I think I had it. Uh, you know, it was one of my my guiding phrases for a little while. But it's um, I, uh, don't throw don't don't throw rocks at every barking dog. You know, it it, it just takes too much too much time, too much energy, yeah, too much energy. Uh, yeah to do that and of course especially in the church world mm-hmm. you know um and especially from the senior pastor position like you're in my lord you have opportunity you could do that all day every day and not make it no, and be no 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 better for it Mm-mm. just to have your thrown your shoulder thrown out yeah, you know, yeah you're, just, you're hurting yourself at yeah. some point yeah and and to be clear i am not presently serving in that role but i have served in that role and did for 35 years um, I would so go I to your certainly church. can, I, I, but 
I'd probably offend you though. So uh, everybody does. <laughs> it's it's one of those. <clears throat> I think we've kind of distilled this down that this is a human thing. It's a human relational thing, and it's a human response to authority thing. Yeah, that evolves into what we're calling church hurt, um, and it can come from either side of the aisle. Uh, or it could come from the person sitting next to you on the aisle. Yep. Um, these things can all occur. So when we're talking about dealing with it, um, <clears throat> I think step one is admitting it. Yeah. I'm no longer hurt. I'm now offended. Yeah. And the, the, they are not the same. No. Um, I can be emotionally hurt, uh, mentally feel hurt, uh, can be sick at my stomach about it because it hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way I was treated or what was said or what was done or what was not done. Um, but offense is different. Offense now means I have shut something off. I'm, I have cut it off. Right. I am not going to revisit this. I'm not going to allow this in here again. Uh, I may retaliate. I may go, go on the defense or on the offense. Yeah. Um, the, and it's not going to benefit me. Mm-hmm. It is not going to benefit me. There's a there's a book in the scripture in the New Testament toward the end of the New Testament called the Book of Jude. Mm-hmm. This book, along with Philemon, were the books written for the ADHD among us, like myself. There they you are go. they are one chapter long, and they get to the point and they're done. <laughs> right, so right, right. Uh, I can hang in there. But in this one, in the Book of Jude, um, the gist is that uh, Jude starts off saying, "I wanted to write about this." But because of these things going on, I'm going to have to mention this. Right. And he talks about things happening in the church. And he spells out something called these people creating these issues. He says they have gone in the way of Cain. They have erred in the error of Balaam. And they have uh, perished in the gainsayings of Korah, which is a rebellion. So if you look at the scripture, he calls out three historical figures. He he t- calls out Cain, the brother of Abel, book of Genesis. Most people have heard about that story. Right. He calls out Balaam. Maybe you haven't heard about Balaam. Balaam was a a, a prophet for hire, basically. Um, and Like a uh, 900 number? Yeah. Uh, he was yeah, calling, get your prophecy. Yeah. Uh, and we're running your credit card. Yeah. It's, it's, it was kind <laughs> of that situation, which is referred to by Jude as an error. Cain's process, which was a brother who got offended and killed his brother, um, that's pretty offended. Yeah, it's pretty offended. Uh, the funny thing is, he was actually offended at God and took it out on his brother. Well, but the the reality day. is, that's called the way of Cain. Then there's the error of Balaam, and then the gainsayings or the rebellion of Korah. Korah was the one who rose up in rebellion against Moses in the uh, desert, right, in the wilderness, and the ground opened up and swallowed them, yeah, and you know, they were well. perished by the sword, and all kinds of things happened to those people. So the bottom line. Um, that you don't want to be on any of these things. But I mention it to give context for the way of Cain. Yeah. Um, Cain and Abel both brought an offering. God accepted one. He didn't accept the other. And the simple answer to the question is, well, why didn't he accept the other? Because he didn't bring what he was asked to bring. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And what's really interesting is there's a pattern with Cain. He gets bothered that God doesn't, give approval to the offering he brings because it says he brought out of his crops and it says Abel brought the firstborn mm-hmm. of his mm-hmm. flocks. And so the issue was first. Um, 
all of that, not to go down this rabbit trail. We'll, let's shoot this rabbit quick and get some meat on it. There you go. Um, <clears throat> the issue really came down to he gets offended by that, and immediately the scripture says his countenance fell. Mm. In other words, and God speaks directly to him. You see it in the scripture. And and says to him, what's the matter with you? Don't you know that you can, this is not the way it has to be. Sin lies at the door, but you can rise up and rule over it. Da, 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 da. <clears throat> the next verse, it says, Cain talked with his brother Abel. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't, he didn't say anything. No response. Right, yeah, nothing. So his countenance has fallen. He's looking away. Uh, and he's now talking with other people about the offense, basically looking for validation. Right. Um, Theologically, I can't prove this, but I have a feeling that when he went to his brother Abel <clears throat> and said, hey, can you believe God did this to me? I think Abel probably said basically the same thing to him God did, and he rose up in anger yeah. and, and slays him, right? Then he gets banished. You know, mm-hmm. He has a mark put on him. He's banished. Uh, here's the thing. That, that's the way of Cain. That's the path that happens uh, when offense takes hold. We are then on our way down the way of Cain. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, bringing that full circle. Okay. It show, it helps us understand how offenses work. We we don't even want to look at the person we're offended with. Nope. We avoid them. Um, we avoid situations. We avoid talking about them unless mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. trying to get support mm. <clears throat> to validate the offense. And we we'll talk to everybody except the people that we need to be talking to. Right, uh, and that's that's the path that it goes down, but it doesn't end well. The no. path of offense doesn't end well. It it it's it doesn't ruminate well inside of our system, inside of our thoughts, inside. Of, it creates a victim mentality. It creates, uh, I you know, this is uh, why is this done to me? I'm the only one being treated this way. It goes down this weird thing. So the first step in dealing with it is identifying it. Oh, wait a minute! I don't want to go down this road. This is the way of Cain. When I experienced a, a separation from a position, how do you like that word? That? Uh, yeah, separation from a position in church. I know what uh, you mean. <laughs> I know you do. Uh, it was part of the great uh, layoff. Yes. Uh, so anyway, I had to. I knew immediately. I have to process. Yes. Um, this is offensive, and right. I get to determine now whether it becomes an offense. Right. Right. So the day after. I'd had my conversation, knew what was going on. I took some time. I pulled out my iPad and digitally began to journal what my thoughts and emotions and feelings were. And I was gut level honest. Those those files are password protected. I will tell you right now. But the bottom line (laughs) is I had to get what was in me up and out so that I could hold it up to what was true and what wasn't true. What was just raw emotion and what actually was transpiring. Right. And that was helpful to me. <clears throat> it took me a couple of days of processing. So when I go back and read it, uh, it'll be like, this happened, this happened, this is going on, this is that, and I'm, I'm venting. The mm-hmm. next chapter is, that's not true. That's not really what happened. This is That's how I feel. That's not really what went sure. down. Da, 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 da. And I was able to self-correct and balance myself, taking the emotion of it, holding it up to the light of what's true. Right. Now, some of it was true, Right. So when I could make the difference of that's true and that hurt, now I can go on the process of getting well. Yeah, I can now try to get well. I can I can release forgiveness. I can deal with my own heart. Yeah, uh, and that's that's the first step in dealing with offense. You got to acknowledge that that's what it is. 
So mm-hmm. many people call it other things. We have so many synonyms for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hurt. Well, I'm just disappointed. Um, that was that was uncalled for. Yeah, we, we go yeah. down all these things. Yeah. We, we'll Christianize it. We'll we'll church church talk it. When we really just need to get down and get it gut level honest, I'm offended. Yeah. Uh, I preached a message years ago. The title of the message was, oops, I'm offended. <laughs> um, because none of us really gets up in the morning saying, I'm going to get offended today. That's my plan. That's my purpose. Yeah, I shall no. fulfill it. Uh, That's a whole other <clears throat> But it does topic. happen. But it does yeah. happen. And being able to acknowledge it, that's the first step. Because uh, what do I always say, Ben? Unclaimed mm-hmm. bags, what happens? They never get <laughs> unpacked. They never get unpacked. Yeah, yeah, we just keep dragging that stuff with us. They go from airport to airport. They do indeed. Any place, they cross all continents, and they are they, they always clear customs. It's right. really weird. <laughs> so deal, <laughs> dealing with the offense on a personal level is very important. Right. And by the way, that's the only way it can be dealt with. Yeah. Is no, on a personal level. Yes. Uh, and But dealing with the offended, that's the other part of this statement. Yes. If I know someone is offended, right. then my first goal is to under, try to understand. Yeah. Not to correct, not to scold. Uh, that happens so much in church. Yeah. Oh, you're offended. Yeah, yeah. Well, that means you're wrong, and it means you're, you're, you're sinning because yes. you're offended. Well, it can lead to that. Yeah. But my approach, if I'm a leader, needs to be this person's offended. I need to try to understand what brought on this offense. And if it was other leaders and so forth and so on, I can stand in that gap and say on behalf of leaders who have failed you, I'm sorry. Uh, I might fail you as well, but I'm going to do my best not to. But the first approach, I need to understand. I don't need to be dismissive. Right. Because if you want to set off an offended person to a new level of offense, Dismiss their offense. <laughs> yeah. Just dismiss it. Yes. That's yeah, nothing. Yeah. I can't no, believe yeah. ah baby. Yeah. You little yeah. baby. Yeah. You know, that that ain't gonna go well. No. So when we're talking about dealing with the offense and the offended, there's two thoughts right there. First, if I'm dealing with it, I've got to be honest, I've got to acknowledge it and own it <clears throat> so that I can get well and take the steps necessary. Uh, and that has to be the goal, right? Okay, I'm offended. I don't wanna be. Yeah. I don't wanna be offended. I want to get past this. I don't want to drag it with me. So, and then if I'm dealing with someone who's offended, I need to try to first begin with understanding and try to come alongside and be helpful to them in the process of being able to own it and work through it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's um, just, yeah, such, such good stuff. I, you know, when I was a staff member um, at a church, I would deal with uh, people that were, uh, offended for various reasons, some legitimate, some not. Um, <clears throat> we had a we had a situation where um, we had a we had a, a, a fairly rigid high security check in process uh, for kids yeah. um, because we live in a day and age, unfortunately, that um, you know it, you just can't trust. Um, People that you should be able to trust, yeah. uh, but it, it. I was I was freelancing for a church a number of years ago, pushing twenty years ago, <clears throat> and um, while I was there, they had an estranged father come try to get made it to the hallway, um, uh, got the kid out of class and made it to the to the hallway, and the kid was losing their mind, uh, and they're like, oh, you know, and finally someone caught on to what was going on, but 
Uh, that was before you saw all the check-in, you know, the kids getting their own barcode. And I remember when we got those, oh, you know, you had some Mark of the Beast. Yes, losing their mind. You can't yes. put barcodes on our kids. Well, you know, you know. So you don't want them getting kidnapped either. Yeah, technically it's not on your kid. Yes, yeah. So that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but we had we had a a protocol uh, at, at this church, and it's uh, very similar uh, here in in a lot of places because of the of the um, multi factored security that it offers. But essentially, you check your kid in, and then you have a little a claim ticket. All right, no claim ticket, no kid. Right, um, and so we had a new family um mom checks kid in has the claim ticket um takes the other after service takes the other kid to the car um and the dad says i'll go get the kid all right no claim ticket so we we don't know you we don't know who you are then he got very agitated and irate so we have two local sheriff's deputies descend on the place after we called on the radios for security they come in they come in uh, and he is losing his mind. You're going to give me my kid. Blah, blah, blah. We don't know who you are. We need to, you know, there's, and when we had a, pro, a process for making sure that was, you know, it was okay. We had contact information, things that on the intake form. Yeah. So where we could call <clears throat> and verify and we were, but he wouldn't even tell us, uh, he wouldn't show us his ID or anything like this. So everything kind of supported. This is the very thing that we're trying to work against. Yeah. You know, someone <clears throat> coming in, showing out, making a scene so they can, Make off, make with, off with a kid. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And so, uh, so now everyone is deeply entrenched in. Well, this is the play that we're running. Now, as luck would have it, um, I didn't know anything about it. You know, this is I'm, I'm, I get all this. I, I well, I knew of it, but I didn't understand how extreme it was. I heard a call for security. I was doing other things, and it didn't involve me. So I, you know, I didn't go back there and check. All right. The next morning, I'm in the office. I'm there by myself, bright and early, about 7.30, the phone rings. Why I answered it? I don't know. Yeah. The voicemail would have told them, hey, we don't open until 8 or 8.30, yeah. whatever it was. <clears throat> Clearly. Me mistake. and my moron self, I answer the phone, and this guy starts with, who the F do you think you are? And, this, and, and he proceeds to wear me out for the next two or three minutes, just cleaning my clock. He doesn't know me at all, but I'm the guy that answered the phone. And I'm getting mad while he's sitting there doing this. When when he stopped, I was like, "Are you done?" You know. And then I was like, "Let me tell you why we do that." You know, because this is what happens. And this guy should have known better um, due to his attachment to to certain people. Uh, but whatever. Uh, they he didn't come back. His his wife did. Um, they're no longer married. No shocker there, but. Uh, a little bit of a hair trigger there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> little, little, little hot-headed. Uh, but it was just so quick, and it was actually to to protect. You know, the kid, can you imagine if we would have? Oh, think of the get, tongue whipping you'd have yeah. got if someone came and got his kid. Yeah, yeah instead yeah. of him or his and wife, the, right? And the lawsuits, and you know, <laughs> we always said, "Oh yeah. Lord, we're gonna be on the news." You uh-huh. know, that's what we say. Yeah, you know, that's what we're trying to avoid here. You know, we don't want to be on the news for the. And for the for the wrong reasons. No. So I don't want to be on the news for the right reason. You know, no. I just I don't want to show up. No, I'm good. Um, but you know, that was he was he had received an offense. I was dealing with the offender the next day trying to to calm the guy down. I don't think I did a great job. Uh I wasn't mean to him. No. But I mean he didn't want to be calmed down. He wanted to be you know, he wanted to be validated. Well that is the other part of it, isn't it? I mean, you can't deal with an offended person who doesn't want to be dealt with. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, If they're not willing to identify what they're offended by and want to find resolution to it, there's really not anything you can do except try your best to empathize and clear up any misinformation that may be a part of this. Uh, Again, communication is one of those things that in my experience, not only most relationships, but most organizations struggle to do well. Uh, And so we all know that um, we can misunderstand, we can misinterpret. Words have different emotional overtones to some people than others. Uh, I may have grown up with somebody saying a certain phrase. It means nothing to me. I know they're just kidding around. It, it right. has no meaning. Yeah. But someone else, that may have been an extremely hurtful sure. uh, thing in their past. So that's it's one of the weaknesses of communication and language. But that's why we have to work at it. Yes. It's, it's why we have to it's, give it some thought. So if you're dealing with the offended, something we mentioned earlier, you do not want to react. That won't help. No. You want to thoughtfully respond. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, obviously the gentleman gave you time. Because <laughs> he was carrying yeah. on and on, you yes. had time to yes. formulate your yes. thoughts and and cull some of them. Man, I'm I sure. had time to go make coffee. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but this is what happens, and emotions get overcharged, and then wild things get said. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We move from the land of facts into hyperbole. It, it, mm-hmm. it, you know, we start to expand and exaggerate, and uh, it's always worse. Uh, all of that, but. Sometimes things are bad. Sometimes yeah. it's horrible. And we need to find that ground of, uh, if we're going to deal with someone who's offended, someone's coming in to our midst. Maybe they're coming to our small group because we're at church mm-hmm. and church mm-hmm. and we pick up on it. This person's offended. I want to try to understand so that I can come alongside and help them work through it or at least be there yeah. for when they decide to work through it, they have someone that they can at least process with. Um, yeah. I think that that's really the starting point on this. Yes. Um, it, and let's just be honest. Everybody that we encounter in church has probably had some experience with church hurt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and that's that's actually how I you know I, I came to the current location. I was employed by the by the former organization. Things kind of blew apart at the end, and uh, I, I needed I, I needed a new place to call home. Um, it, it came to light, uh, after I left that there was, there was a member who's no longer there now, but their, their goal in life was to burn me down. They were spreading every lie that they could find and calling people and trying to garner support, uh, for me being a, uh, just a, uh, well, I mean, they had some u- unique language yeah. for what they were trying to make me out to be. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I'd. That was hurtful, um, but that was that was actually pulled back the curtain on things for me to see. I had never done any of the stuff, and and quite the opposite. I w- I've always been, you know, was very. Um, I, I, I took a lot of care of this mm-hmm. person and looked after them, and 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 uh, just tried to make make things good for them. Um, and um, it, I say, in a lot of ways, it it backfired, but. When when all that was revealed, I saw this person's hurt, and I did have the wherewithal in the moment to go. This, this person is hurt. Didn't make it not hurtful to me, but there's like you said earlier, there's a difference between hurt, being hurt and being offended. So um, I was able to put that part of the hurt to bed. The offense came through some some different things, um, 
legitimate, illegitimate, some of both, whatever. Um, the, the getting past that was, that's what you have to do. And that exactly. was, that was what, that was what my goal was. Um, I wanted to work my way through it, but, but here the pastor is like, no, you're not, you're not going to plug into the organization being hurt, uh, and bring that with you. And I, so I had to deal with it and he, he kept me sidelined nearly two years, um, before, uh, I, I was able to, to do the normal stuff. Whereas, I mean, in other churches, if I walked through the door, same. Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, uh, you're that guy that knows yeah. the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's not like he wasn't hurting in that area. Right. Yeah. No. No. There were some deficiencies. Yeah. There, there yeah, were yeah. deficiencies yeah. when you came in. Yeah. So that speaks to his leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Obviously, that he actually demonstrated that you are more valuable as a healthy person than what you could do. Yeah. Uh, and that that's significant. That probably went a long way to helping restore your own faith and confidence that church doesn't have to be a gauntlet of pain yeah when i when i got here my my impression and my view of uh of church leadership pastor specifically was not good uh and it took a while yeah <laughs> so uh you you can ask our, uh, the executive here uh, he called me and and i uh i i know him well yeah yeah i i, I was not nice um in, in in how i described uh, pastors at the time, and I knew I was lumping them all together, and I knew there were exceptions to the rule, but I was like, "Hey, it's there's so there's so many of them, and it's so broad." I'm like, "Oh, we're just going to go ahead and make the stereotypical call, you know, on this one." Fortunately, uh, the person you're sharing this with, yeah. perfect person. Yeah, that was yeah, the exact perfect person to have uh, that conversation. Um, yes, he was like, <clears throat> "Yeah, I know, but this is different here. That's why. That's why we're having this call." And I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah." So I am a I'm the personal uh, senior pastor translator for a lot of people. Yes. Uh, just because I've been there, know the language, so mm. forth and so on. <clears throat> there and is a language. There, it, uh, yes. Do not kid yourself. There definitely <laughs> is. And, uh, you know, that's. I think that the biggest thing around this subject, one, let's just be honest, it's happened. It's happened way more than it should. Sure. Um, it, it creates opportunity for the enemy to, to rob and to steal mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Still, steal and kill and destroy. We got it. It it gives him plenty of room to operate and traffic in our lives and in the lives of churches. Um, I think if we can acknowledge, hey, this happens, but come into agreement, we don't want it to. Mm -hmm. uh, But when it does, we're going to call it what it is and try to work through it. Uh, I think that's that's really the key. Like, so we have relationships in our life. The amount of work we're willing to put into it demonstrates the value of it to us. Right. So if my wife and I are having uh, discussions or just, you know, something's not, we're not in agreement, um, we're not burying that. Right. No. We're not going to just pretend that doesn't exist because it does, it, when you bury it, it grows. It gets bigger. Yeah. It sprouts yeah. roots everywhere. Yep. Uh, that's how, I, this is just a little free information to some husband out there. The reason something got, I have my notepad. Yeah, the reason something got brought up from a year ago in an argument that had nothing to do with that is because you buried it and it didn't get resolved. Yeah. So now it's just sprouting in another location. Yeah. Uh, so and it's become a stockpile. You want to deal with it. So I'm I value my relationship. So even if the conversation is challenging, difficult, or humbling, yes, to me, I'm gonna have it because yeah. I value that relationship. Um, we have to. Be honest about how do we value our relationships with one another in church life. Uh, are we willing mm-hmm. to possibly eat mm-hmm. some humble pie, possibly say, you know what, I'm so sorry. I was wrong to say that. 
I didn't understand, yeah. and I, I misspoke um, and asked for forgiveness. Or maybe you're the one releasing the forgiveness. But yeah. it shows the value. And that also is true with leadership. It's, it's the same with leadership. Mm-hmm. How, much, how much leadway does pastor get if he says something on Sunday morning that either I don't agree with or it hits me run it wrong or funny or it challenged something that I don't think should be challenged. How much, how much leadway is there to find out what his intent was? Right. Right. Yeah. Cause typically we all operate this way, Ben, I'm sure you don't, I'm sure I don't, but everybody, well, else, yeah, but everyone else, everybody else, yeah, of course, tends to judge others yeah, on their actions, but we want to be judged on our intentions. Oh, of course. See? Yeah. So <clears throat> we have to reciprocate that and go, I, I wonder, you know, is there something going on that right. would make them say that would, or say it that way or in that tone? There's, and as leaders, that's really important. Working with our teams, working with people, got to give benefit of the doubt until you know, nope, that's an issue. We're going to have to speak yep. to it. And then you want to do that lovingly with the goal of, being in the best interest of everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about dealing with offense, dealing with the offended, but let's talk a minute about actually, all right, I'm, I've been hurt. I'm church hurt. How do I recover? Yeah. How do I recover? Ben, give some insight into your recovery process that allowed you now to reinsert yourself as a high-level volunteer, bought in yep. and on board. Right. So the, the first thing that I had to do um, – for me, what's to calm down? I had to get past the mad, you know, um, and just kind of go, all right, this pro tip. That should never be advice you give someone. Well, calm down. Yeah. Don't ever give that advice, but it is real. Yes. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So, um, but I, but I did, I mean, that was, that was the thing we just, we need to turn the heat off, you know, get, get the pressure off of things so I can start picking it apart. Yeah. And, uh, and and kind of see it for what it is. Yeah, move this piece over here, move this piece over here, and kind of boil it down. And in that, I learned a few things. There was a truckload of legitimate hurt and different things thrown my way. Uh, a truckload of it could have been avoided, you know, by me. I could have done, you know, I could have done things differently. Um, I could have made an exit sooner uh, and I, I, I avoided some I, of yeah, the messiness. Yeah, or whatever. well, and I was prompted to do that but it was safe and secure and i didn't want to go yeah so i didn't Mm -hmm. i didn't listen when i should have and and everyone paid and paid for it later and just made it a a harder and bigger deal than it should have been but the first thing once everything had kind of calmed down and i I wasn't just going through the motions and quoting you know scripture and different things i just start praying for people um the the person that wanted to burn me down and and just see me ruined uh, and, you know, I was a person I had to pray for, uh, the most, then I had to pray for, uh, the pastor and, and, and kind of let it spread from there, um, to make sure that there was true forgiveness that was offered, that I wasn't holding anything against them. I trusted that they had done the same thing, uh, for me, you know, that they, they had told, you know, they had told me that ultimately everyone wanted to move on. Ultimately everyone wanted to have, you know, uh, I'm not, we don't even play golf, but you know, we don't. We're not out to shoot each other either, you right? Know? So you know, and so <clears throat> so there's there is a restoration of sorts, yeah. while not in the same 
it's not the same as it was. You weren't in a working relationship, right. yeah. But you now have a cordial relationship. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, you don't you don't pucker and turn walk the other way yes. when you see this person walk in a room. Yes, no, correct. And they can ultimately be more of who they needed to be without me. I was not a value add to what they were doing and how they were doing it. Right. There was a time that I was, and then there was a time that I wasn't. There was a time that I should have gotten off that bus that I didn't. And like I said, I, that complicated things for everybody. Right. Um, so I, I, in the, in the moving on process, going, you know, going through the forgiveness, going through, growing through that part, you just, it, it takes a little time, get a little water under the bridge, get some separation from the, uh, you know, from, from, in the timeline, get, you know, get, get some, get, get some time. Time doesn't heal all, but it does give you ability to give you some perspective yes and to, and to see, see and how for the emotion go. to die down yeah, a little bit yeah mm-hmm. to, to take some of the sensitivity uh out of things and uh no one rushed to anything on either side um so uh i, I would say that yeah everything has been um restored to that to that cordial level and you know i'd uh, they wish us all the best wish them all the best you know type thing and that so that was ultimately how it played out you know um as good as it can right um, right so no one did what they could have and should have in the moment mm-hmm. um as good as they could have yeah. um but you know in, in in the end everyone uh went through kind of a similar process of getting getting some space letting things cool down and kind of you know going going through the forgiveness process so it worked you know long term it worked well well, you know, it's as multiple a long time ago now. Yeah. So. Well, it, it, you bring up something really important, and that is, what was my role in this? Oh yeah, yeah. It, and because typically in the height of an offense, I have no role in this other than being the victim. Yeah, that's now, exactly where. Does I Does that sometimes yeah. happen that way? Yes, it can happen. Um, it did not. It did but not happen this. Don't one of me. the ways, and I've said this over and over since we've started doing this, I have chosen to try to approach the seasons of life in a certain way. And that is how can I learn, grow, improve, and get better? Uh, what in this season can help me do those things? Mm-hmm. Um, that includes when I find myself possibly getting offended, something's been hurtful. Now I get to choose, is it going to be offense? I've already predetermined getting offended won't help me do any of those things. It won't right. help me grow, learn, improve, or get better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it is not it a is, good agent of change. No, it will actually create the opposite. Yeah. So, <clears throat> With that is kind of a starting place for me. I I recognize though it's important for me to ask that question. Sometimes I've been given a lot of criticism. When you're a public figure, when you're you stand up and speak regularly, there are going to be people who like you. There are going to be people who don't like you. Yeah. Uh, which was hard for me to get my head around. I couldn't understand why anybody wouldn't like me. Right. Of course. Uh, but at the same time, you have to come to recognize that that's it's not a reality. Not everybody's right. going to just click and be like your best bud or your your biggest cheerleader. That's not going to happen. So I've gotten criticism over the years. And I, I sad to say that in the early days as a young man, I didn't respond to it very well because I heard criticism as rejection. Yeah. If you're being critical of me, you're rejecting me and telling me I'm no good and I can never mm-hmm. do this. I should just walk away. Um, I had to grow into the understanding that you have to weigh criticism. Mm-hmm. Some's valid. Find that because yeah, you can benefit yeah. from that. So I'll put it, he'll put it another way. I've never had a criticism be a hundred percent off. Yeah. No. It might be 98% off. Two percent's two percent. 
And it's a matter of me now being committed to say, I'm going to find that 2% because that's where my opportunity to learn, grow, improve, mm-hmm, and get better. Mm-hmm. That's where it, that's where it lies. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so recovering from church hurt, I think it's important for us to say it's a process. Yeah. Uh, yeah it starts totally, with yeah, a decision. Totally, totally. It starts with a choice, but it has to play out over time. Yeah. That we stick to the process that choice initiates which says, I'm, I want to release this. I want to get past this. I, I want to be able to bless them. I want to be able to not have animosity toward them. If I run into them in the uh, grocery store, I, I don't want to have this panic moment. Uh, I want to be a healthy person. I hope they do well. I'm going to find a way to release. I don't have to agree with everything right. to be at peace. Yeah, I can be at peace with people that I don't agree with. Um, sure. we're told in scripture to do that as much as possible is within you be at peace with all men. Yeah. Um, so I, I hear that recovering from a process of church hurt begins with a decision that says I'm hurt. Yeah. I don't want to be offended. I want to deal with it. Yeah. That's the choice. And then the process begins. The good news is that you don't have to process it alone because if you are a person of faith and you walk in a relationship with the Lord, um, your relationship with the Lord is being affected by this. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Uh, and you dealing with it is going to enrich your relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. and it's going to enrich your relationship with his people. Um, there are, really aren't any lone wolves in the kingdom. Mm-mm. The church may not be right, all good, and it may be broken in some areas, but it really is the only boat afloat. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and recognizing that if you don't recover, don't start the process, aren't able to deal with it and be honest about where you are in that process, you'll either overcommit too soon and hurt, get hurt again. Yeah. You'll, you'll re-engage. That was my goal. You shouldn't, um, only to find your concerns about church being reinforced rather than Mm -hmm. suppressed and being honest about where you are in the process before you sign up. Yeah. It's a big deal. That's why when staff, something goes wrong with staff or with, with leaders and they immediately bounce out right into another spot, right? doing the same thing, just somewhere else. Those are red flags for me. They're, mm-hmm. And if I'm, if yeah. I'm hiring someone, I'm, I'm probably going to say, let's put pause on this. Mm-hmm. I, I need to find out if you're healthy or not. I need to find out how are you handling what just went down um, because you're bringing it with you. Yeah, I was kind of like Ross from Friends. I'm, like, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> there, there. If there, if there happen to be any younger people listening to this, just Google it. It'll yeah, Friends. Yeah, I forget yeah, what episode. Yeah, it'll but, just, it'll just make sense. Yes. Just Google it. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I think the biggest thing, Ben, well, we're kind of circling the drain here on the time, but um, dealing with offenses and people who are offended and recovering from church hurt. The good news is it absolutely is possible. Oh, yeah. It's not just possible. It's probable if you'll lean into the actual issue of owning it, identifying it, naming it, processing it, and working through it. Um, And if you bury it, it's going to develop a root system in your life. Yeah. That's going to show up in a lot of different places. It's like bamboo. You're never going to get rid of it. Yeah, it's hard. a holly tree. Yeah. Holly. Oh, oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah, you got to pull that out completely by the roots. Yep. It will come back. It's the hardiest plant in mm-hmm. East Texas. It, it mm-hmm. just doesn't go away. No. It survives no. everything. Yes. 
you can't kill it. No, it's yeah, it, it, it's um, that's it's a no pretty good. good description of an offense that's being ignored. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. just a nuisance. It won't go away. Yeah, um, and time time won't heal this wound. No, 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 no. It make you forget for a little while. You know, make dilute the perceived importance, maybe, but it won't make it go away. It's totally true. Well, this has been a series we've been talking about church hurt. It's something we've said pretty much everyone. If you stay involved in a church for very long you're probably going to have opportunity to experience some. Sure. It's not about will it happen. It's about how do you respond when it does. Yep. And one of the things we've been trying to drive home in this series is that it absolutely can be avoided based on our own choices and expectations that we set on people. Uh, unnecessary hurt can be avoided. Mm-hmm. And if it hurts and it does occur, we can recover. We can yeah. we can deal with it. We don't have to write things off, turn around, turn our back, walk away. Because we've all met those people who don't go to church, used to go to church. No, they got yeah. hurt. Yeah, but they claim to be highly spiritual and that they don't need the church. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and no, I just I got, just I got friends like that. Yeah, it's just not true though. They're deceived. They're, they're deceiving themselves because yeah. it's not in alignment with what yeah. the scripture teaches us about yes. the need for gathering together. Yes, but they're different. They don't need. They are. Yeah. They yeah. have set themselves outside of that um, context. Yes. But today, this episode and this series, hopefully these these dialogues Ben and I have been having back and forth, you found some place in there that you could identify with an experience of your own. If you happen to be stuck right now and you haven't really dealt with it can we just encourage you today to do that yeah absolutely hey, because yeah. You, you really can if get you will off look for center. it you can get off high center you can move forward it may not be able to be done in the same place that you are now but if you don't empty those bags if you don't deal with that stuff you're dragging it right into the next place you go yeah so it's important make the choice it begins with a decision followed by a process that you have to be able to stay true to. And as people of faith, we don't do that alone. We have the presence of the Holy Spirit within us to help. We have our relationship with the Lord to depend upon. And hopefully, we have others that can help us in the process. Thank you for listening to Divergent Sense. We don't just want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. And what topics you want us to speak on in the future. We've got plenty to say, but we want to say what you need to hear what we all need to hear. So do the world a favor and email those requests to contact at divergentsense.com. And remember, when it comes to your way of thinking, just because it's different doesn't make it wrong. And just because it's common doesn't make it right.